This morning I was doing a sick call at Condell Hospital and I received a phone call that I had to just silence very quickly. So when I got back to the house, I, I was able to reply to the call. And it was a call from a young man and uh, his wife and two reasonably young children. Um, I think about it just before the pandemic, no, yeah, it was during the pandemic, they decided to return to Poland. And that's where their family were from, and they decided to really go back there once again. <clears throat> so I asked him how it was going. <clears throat> and he said, um, he says, he says you can see a huge difference um, in, in, in what's happening there. He says they're seeing, uh, <clears throat> they're not far from the, the, the border with the Ukraine. And he says, even now, he says, there are UK Ukrainian children in school <clears throat> with their children. Can somebody get me some drink? <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> the, um, he said, even he can hear Ukraine language when he goes into his own town. And uh, people are been welcomed, they're being given a place to stay, the kids are going to school there, they're walking up and down their streets. But he said the level of anxiety, he said, in the children, in the people, particularly, he said, in his parents' generation, who knew what it was to be living under communism. And a great fear that, you know, the, even the recent strikes that happened this morning or yesterday, it's not far from where they live, even though it's across the border. So he's, uh, he says there's a tremendous amount of anxiety that is among the people. And they are, <clears throat> and they're greatly discouraged as well. You know, they're not, you know, life has changed so quickly. And that is, that is the problem for him. And in many ways, you could say that uh, this gospel is a gospel for anyone who has is discouraged. Anyone who's kind of, you could say, sailing into the wind, or anybody who's kind of feel that their life is an uphill battle, that they're, they're being tried and tested in some way. Thank you. That's okay. That's good. <laughs> Sorry about that. It always comes at the wrong time. Yeah. So, so anyway, it, it is a gospel that is for somebody, and it's important. It is a very important gospel. If you are going through a difficult time in life, this is a gospel that you should sit down with and pay attention to, because it is so rich in, I pointed out seven or eight lessons, I number them, of all the things that are there. And the first one was, obviously, Jesus took with him Peter, James, and John because he was going up the mountain. Even Jesus needed people around him as he journeyed through life. And the importance of having family, friends, or support people who support you as you go through a difficult time. It's much easier to go through a trial or a difficulty with a supportive group around you than to go through it on your own. And it said, Jesus went up to pray on the mountain 
And now this has a whole rich history in the Old Testament about where Moses encountered God, Abraham encountered God, and all the great prophets always went up the mountain because going up the mountain was going to meet God or to allow God to meet you and to support you. And this is why it says Jesus went up to pray. And it was while he was praying that you ascend the mountain and God appears. God descends. God comes to him. And a sign of God coming to him, he encountered God within him. And that which was within would manifest itself in the outer world, symbolized by his clothes changing. So he, this was a, a renewal, you could say, of, of God's love for him. And it was, it was going to be visible in his words and in his deeds as he, as he continued his ministry. So what he is getting touched with, once again, is what was revealed to him in his baptism. You are my beloved child, in you I am well pleased. So where God dwelt within Jesus was in his belovedness. And it is where God dwells in each one of us, in our own belovedness as well. John of the Cross puts it beautifully, you are looking for God, you are yourself, the very place where God dwells. And this is what Jesus is reconnecting because he has been distracted before he gets to this part of the gospel where most of the people following him had walked away because it said he turned his face towards Jerusalem. He was beginning the final journey and people knew what this was about. So then he meets Moses and Elijah. And these are the prophets that God sent into the world. And uh, the word glory is how he is sent to enact God's plan for the earth, the mission that God has given to him. So he's kind of in solidarity, not only with his disciples, but in, in solidarity with all those who went before him, who were given a special mission, Moses and Elijah. And obviously Jesus ranks greater than them uh, because he is the son of God but he has a mission that God has given him to carry out, and it is called his exodus, and that's what they were talking about. Just as Moses led them in the exodus from slavery into the promised land, so in the same way, Jesus is carrying out his exodus through his passion, death, and resurrection, which liberates every human being from anything that would enslave them in any way. Eventually, a cloud descends. And this cloud is once again very biblical because as the people were moving from, from the slavery through the desert, God said, I will go before you by a flame by night and by a cloud by day. So God reveals himself, his presence in a cloud. And then when he comes in a cloud to Jesus on the mountain, and envelops the disciples as well. They were afraid, but Jesus, uh, very simply, the, the, the cloud, God spoke in the cloud, this is my beloved son, listen to him. And that is the whole meaning of this passage, is the invitation to listen to Jesus. Because when you are going through a trial, it can be screaming, 
in your ear, or it can be screaming inside of you. But the, the trick is to be able to perhaps put that aside or quieten it. The trick is to listen to something else. And that something else is to listen to Jesus, to listen to his word, to listen to his actions, to listen to what he is communicating in his miracles, to listen to what he is saying as he dies on the cross, both in his words and, and bodily, of giving himself over. And this is the, this is the, this, uh, this event is, is one that is crucial for the disciples because they will know what to listen to after Jesus has died on the cross. And this will help them to become um, even, even his, his disciples even after that as well through the power of the resurrection, listening to all of these things. So the gospel of today is, is something that we have to realize is that discouragement is never from God. And how we over, dis, overcome discouragement is by listening to the word of God, listening to what Jesus is saying. And the listening invites us to meditate upon what we are hearing. And once we meditate upon what we are hearing, then it becomes part of who we are. And it changes the whole story. And it moves us from desolation into consolation. And that is what Jesus wanted to show his disciples. He's prefiguring what was going to happen to them, him, eventually. And he wanted to be there to move them from desolation to consolation. And that is something he wants to move us to as well, if we are ever encountering desolation in our lives.